up y'all it's your boy the one and only a switch <sighs> aka <laughs> who keep taking my socks off at night <laughs> aka the undefeated uncontested undisputed social distancing champion aka keep putting these damn fruit snacks in my pocket aka the Komaki tiger dropper aka the nigga lip master bringing you yet another episode of switches sites episode 126 damn for those that don't know, uh, Switches Sites Podcast is a podcast where I myself, a switch, talk about games just by myself. Solo dolo. Um, yeah. Today's date is uh, October 21st, 2021. Um, happy uh, Resident Evil 4 VR Day. Uh, it's a wonderful day. I'm hearing good things about it. I've yet to play it uh, because of, you know, recording this. So, but you know, first thing, first thing I'm about to do, you already know as soon as I, well, not as soon as I, I got to edit and stuff, but as soon as I get off, you're going to see me. <laughs> You're going to see me in uh, where, what is it called? What is Resident Evil 4 called in terms of the, I think it's technically Europe. You going, you going to see me in Europe, see me in Europe, European. <laughs> I'm, I tried to, to verbalize that, but you going to see me in Europe being your, your European it. You gon' you gon' see me European it. I'm a I'm a let me stop. Um yeah. It's a wonderful day. Fantastic day. I hope you having a wonderful day as well. Um well world worldwise, um nothing really notable that, that comes to mind. Um oh yeah, Kyrie Kyrie Irving. Um, he not, he not trying to get that money because he don't want to take the vaccine. I'm just saying, uh, Brooklyn Nets, if you, if you look in, uh, you know, I played, I played a little bit of, uh, basketball in, uh, junior high and high school, um, less on the high school. I was more, I may or may not have been, a been a team manager, but I mean, the heart was there, though. <laughs> Somebody tweeted the other day. <laughs> I'm going to guard some points. I'm going I'm I'm to I'm guard some points for what is, I think it was 200 million is a uh, contract. But it's potentially uh, at risk now that he's uh, not practicing or refuses to play because of, you know, the restrictions and stuff. So <sighs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's a whole thing. Um, outside of that though, 
some interesting stuff popping off in the game in front uh, industry, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to slice dice and mice. That's not even a, can you mice something mince? I was the head was in mince, but either way. Um, yeah, so pretty interesting show for you today. Got some interesting topics to talk about. So without the, <laughs> without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion. What was that? I wanted to say something else. First topic of discussion. Topics that are discussed. So, um, if you remember last episode, I'm pretty sure it was last episode. Uh, Nettie's just, just swooping up people. First they they took, uh, Tashihiro Nagoshi of uh, the Godfather of the Yakuza series and a lot of other, you know, spin-off stuff. And as well as I think his uh other head head partner. And then uh just pretty much breaking before I started the show, um freaking Nettie's uh has officially acquired uh Grasshopper Manufacturer. If you don't know, uh Grasshopper Manufacturer is uh headed by the man, uh, the myth, the legend, uh, Suda 51, uh, who of course makes one of my favorite series of all time, uh, the no more hero series, as well as uh, many other, uh, very awesome series, killer seven. Um, there's a lot of other obscure stuff that uh, I've not actually uh, got to myself, uh, Michigan report from hell, which I think exclusively came out to Europe. Um, and a lot of other miscellaneous stuff, silver case. I could keep going, but I won't. So, uh, yeah, he is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Another, uh, pretty, pretty reputable, uh, dope, uh, developing, uh, development team, uh, being acquired by, um, Netties, which is seem like it seemed like Netties is getting all the infinity stones the real because uh, they they about to make them uh they keep playing around Netties is about to make them a, a pretty what should I say pretty niche uh yeah pretty niche little company that'll probably get a, a lot of good business especially with um Nagoshi, you know, who's probably at least of the two, technically the more popular, not necessarily in terms of quality. Cause I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, things you can kind of, uh, compare between the two, but either way, both pretty, pretty solid, uh, pickups either way. <sighs> Nettie's about to be a threat, man. They, if they don't, if, they don't stop playing, picking up these people, these very legendary people is going to be a problem, especially considering just the potential of a, a possibly maybe a game with, uh, 
uh, Suda and Nagoshi making like some cool maybe game together. Whew. Whew. The potential, uh, the potential entices me. I'm just, I'm just saying the nipples, uh, <laughs> nipples perked up slightly, slightly. I have to see it first though. So, um, yeah. So at least, uh, as far as, uh, a statement from Nettie's, I don't think, uh, not necessarily notable to, to read. Actually, you know what? Let's do it. Well, uh, since it's shorter, uh, Nettie's games, uh, is a company of passionate gamers. <laughs> I'm, I'm slowly getting back into it. And many of them are fans of grasshopper manufacturing incorporated. Mr. Suda's games have unique characteristics. They manifest his design philosophy and artistic pursuit in every aspect from concept to content. Grasshopper Manufacturer Incorporated has also integrated styles and elements from various media formats, such as film noir, detective fiction, punk rock, psychedelic electronica, cyberpunk, and so on. Additionally, Grasshopper Manufacturer is one of a kind in terms of mood setting, movement design, and narrative rhythm design. Their strong passion for creativity, which has continued for decades, is extremely admirable. Nettie's is honored to be the companion of Mr. Suda and Grasshopper Manufacturer on this new journey into the future. We hope to give the studio creative freedom and sufficient resource support in order to empower said studio to create even more sensational works for gamers worldwide. Uh, NetEase would like to extend just its invitation to, to brilliant game creators in Japan and around the world. NetEase Games has been committed to the concepts of unleash the potential of creators and bring quality interactive entertainment experiences. <laughs> We hope to empower more outstanding creators and continuously create good games. NetEase Games itself is a big developer community for, of tens of thousands of developers. In the past few years, NetEase has built connections with top game studios in Japan, the US, Europe, and other regions through investment, joint ventures, co-development, etc. Additionally, NetEase will provide funding, technology resources, and other support, and organize communication and sharing sessions among top creators around the world so that creators can inspire each other and fully release their creative potential. Well, I know that was a lot, um, at least for me, <laughs> but um, at least what I got from that, it definitely... You definitely just from that statement alone, the at least uh, first paragraph is that you could tell Nettie's for sure totally understands what Grasshopper is and, you know, embodies and their their uh, vision. At least that's they pretty much summed up my impression of them as a development team. So uh, it seems like, if anything, they're definitely in a good, uh, a, a very good home, which uh, at least to my understanding this is bigger than gun hole, uh, which is, I believe, um, uh, grasshoppers previous, I guess, sub company that they were under. Um, so 
I mean, at least what that tells me is that, uh, it, this definitely, um, tends to a lot of potential for, um, you know, Suda to make go crazy, even, <laughs> even crazier with, a you know, unlocked, maybe not unlocked, but an unlocked budget, uh, within reason. So, um, all in all, Nettie's looking all right. Nettie's looking all right. My book looking all right. Looking kind of looking kind of good. I'm just so, oh, Hey, <laughs> where are you going? Nettie's don't <laughs> wait a minute. <sighs> Moving on. Um, DC fandom, DC fandom, DC fandom. Uh, I don't know why I wanted to say that again. I'm, I got to do it. <laughs> if it, if it cooperates, we'll see. DC, DC fandom. Doug, it made me want to say Doug Dimadone. Uh, shout out to a uh, fairly odd parents. Let me stop. Uh, so DC fandom happened uh, this weekend or uh, I think Saturday to be specific. Um, had a lot of interested. Well, I mean, pretty much a huge, uh, just damn fucking just burst. Uh, just it's, I don't, I'm trying not to sound nasty, but just a, just a huge excretion of, uh, of just juicy details of everything that's DC related. Pretty much. It feels like, um, they premiered, uh, at least slightly off topic, I guess, but they premiered a lot of, uh, of the DC, like, uh, media in terms of, uh, Shazam, not Shazam. Actually, they did do Shazam, 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 uh, I think Fury to the gods. Uh, they just showed like a behind the scene, uh, behind the scenes clip, uh, for what else? Oh, I kind of related Black Adam, who, of course, uh, Dwayne Rock motherfucking Johnson uh, premiered. Uh, they showed a little little brief clip showing the uh, I guess the, the dawn, the eminent, the eminent dawn of uh, Black Adam looking pretty dope. Just he uh, just just choked a dude and turned him in a skeleton. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's Black Adam. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, what else? The Batman, uh, the Robert Pattinson's, uh, I want to say Robert Pattinson's Batman, but you know what I mean? Basically the new Batman, Robert Pattinson, they showed a whole trailer with, with him. And, um, you know, uh, I think the, at least what looks to be the, the main protagonist for this is, uh, the Riddler. Um, so (sighs) finally, we can uh have a have a Batman without the Joker for once. <sighs> Feels refreshing. Um The Flash, they showed the Flash, which seems to be like has uh Michael Keaton's Batman from I think the Tim Burton Batman's uh Batman movies back in the day. Uh so supposedly he's gonna be in the movie. 
Um, there's a whole <laughs> there again. It seems like that's the trend now, uh, you know, messing with the multiverse of, uh, you know, the uh, storylines, uh, at least what I'm assuming within DC, uh, to some extent. So, um, peacemaker, uh, if you watched suicide squad, um, John Cena's is spinoff peacemaker film or uh, TV series that's going to be on HBO max. So you got that. I mean, um, at least those are all the ones that at least come to mind. I mean, there was like a lot of just miscellaneous little videos and content being premiered, but probably the biggest, uh, interest of that, of a DC fandom is we got some, uh, got some game footage. Uh, at least the first one is a suicide squad. Um, Killed a Justice League. <laughs> uh, that kind of had the intention of wanting it. <laughs> um, Suicide Squad. Um, uh, we actually saw. Well, I guess we technically, we technically didn't see. We technically didn't see like actual gameplay, but we it, what looks to be in-engine uh, game footage uh, at least gives us somewhat of a taste of what the, um, main game is going to look like when it comes out, but it does look pretty good, at least from what we saw. So, uh, you know, you got, you got dead shot, you got, uh, King shark, I believe, uh, you got a boom, boomerang, boom, I'm, <laughs> boomerang. I think I'm just showing my knowledge right now. Uh, you got Harley Quinn, of course. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think they confirmed it's not multiplayer. It is single player and you'll be presumably taking like, uh, taking the role of each of these characters at certain parts of the story. Um, but <laughs> what they show is pretty interesting. Of course, you know, one of the coolest like factors of this is that like you're <laughs> supposedly supposed to kill the justice league, which is like, how does that work? I mean, you know, it would be interesting. I mean, if anybody could do it, it could be Rocksteady. It would be Rocksteady. So they show what did they show? Um, Penguin <laughs> showed a pretty funny clip of uh, them uh, shocking his ass. Uh, I guess <laughs> they were straight line that he's getting away. He's still running. Shock him, <laughs> but he's <laughs> down and debilitated because of the shock already. And he's like, uh, yeah, he still keeps moving. <laughs> Just shocking his ass to shocking his ass to oblivion, uh, essentially. Um, what else they showed? I think a little, a little glimpse of Superman, which I'm very interested in how they're going to make that work. Um, I mean, spoilers, uh, I mean, it's probably going to involve kryptonite to some extent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, they showed, I think wonder woman I, who looks to be kind of being on, on the side of the suicide squad as well as, uh, the flash. I saw the flash in there. Didn't see any Batman. So I'm curious if maybe there are potentially maybe possibly some, uh, I don't know, continuity with this and the next game, I guess we'll talk about. Uh, which is, uh, Gotham Knights, um, which 
showed an interesting uh, aspect of the trailer, which seems to be to dive into the Court of Owls storyline, uh, which uh, at least somebody who's not read the comic seems to be a pretty, uh, pretty pivotal, 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 <laughs> my God, pivotal, pivotal, fuck, Jesus, pivotal, there we go, pivotal point in the, um, uh, recent like DC comics, uh, storylines where, I, um, I guess not to really spoil it too much, but apparently, uh, it somewhat explains that Bruce's family was notoriously kind of the root of, of evil in a very loose, very, very loose tense of everything to be as vague as possible. But, um, it looked interesting as somebody who's not fully aware of this storyline. Uh, I'm definitely intrigued. Uh, they have some definitely never before seen characters that we've, at least I'm not familiar with in the, uh, the gaming space. It's, <laughs> it's at least specifically all I would be aware of. So, um, yeah, I'm interested or dare I say, <laughs> well, I'm motivated. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, at least overall DC fandom was pretty dope. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, all these releases. I think, uh, kill the justice league is supposed to come out in 2022, I think as well as Gotham Knights. So that's going to be, it's going to be something. It's going to be something, uh, moving on. Nintendo switch online. So, uh, this was, I think last week, I think the Friday, Friday of last week, um, they, uh, dropped some deets. Uh, did the, yeah, yeah. Last Friday, I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm misremembering, uh, and just getting stuff mixed up in my head, but either way, uh, they announced Friday that there is going to be an, uh, quote unquote expansion pack for the uh, Nintendo switch online, uh, service, which for those that don't know, is like, uh, pretty much the, uh, Nintendo's equivalent of, uh, Xbox live. I guess it's not called Xbox live technically anymore, but you know what I mean? Xbox live PlayStation plus where you get an assortment of games, um, for a subscription, essentially, at least in this case, uh, you get, <laughs> finally we get a uh, Nintendo 64 games, um, which I feel like we talked about this before. Didn't we? Oh, I think now I remember they announced this, but didn't announce the pricing yet, or I think as well as the release date, I want to say. So we did actually get the, um, finally got the pricing, which is going to be yearly, uh, 49 99, um, and, uh, as a family pack, uh, eight to 79 99, which is, that's a, that's a big ass jump from uh, $20. I'm just saying that's a little, it's a big, that's a big ask. That's a big ask. 
you know? Um, so either way, they, um, did reveal that as well as, um, animal crossing, uh, I think happy home paradise, which is the, uh, pretty big, I guess this kind of redundant, big expansive DLC for Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizons. So, uh, I, I watched a bit of the, uh, the Animal Crossing direct, which it's a lot of stuff that like is over my head as being like a first time Animal Crossing player, at least jumping into this one. Um, this being my first Animal Crossing. But uh, apparently people are really excited for that frog chair. I don't, I guess it's apparently a chair you sit on and makes frog noises. Who would have known? Who would have (laughs) known? Um, (laughs) damn frog chair. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, just a lot of very minuscule stuff that at least for the, the, the big animal crossing fan is at least from my, uh, understanding it was collectively uh, positive from everybody that's, you know, animal crossing veterans. Um, (laughs) that, that sounds weird for me to say animal. (laughs) Hey, Hey, I'm an animal crossing veteran. You already know. Uh, you know, uh, trying to shuck and jive Tom Nook is just, just tough times out here, man. I'm just trying to, just trying to make a living, you know, <laughs> I don't know why he sound like he'd been through life, but, <laughs> uh, man, these, uh, this, this damn Tula bitch with these bells, she don't come around. <sighs> just, uh, what, what the bells looking like today? Um, <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, I feel like there's some potential there. Grizzled, <laughs> grizzled animal crossing veteran. Uh, if you steal that idea from me, just credit me or something, please. Um, I'm just, I got them. Uh, so yeah, so that DLC will, uh, be directly included with the expansion pack. So, it, from what I researched, it seems like as long as your, um, online membership is, uh, you know, active, you have access to this DLC, but if you, you know, pretty much nope out of it after a while, um, you don't have access to that DLC, which is, is weird. It's weird. I see the intention though, that, you know, of course there's a, think it's animal crossing, especially when you factor in the pandemic is like the biggest animal crossing, uh, in terms of sales to date. So, and and I think it's actually competing a lot with, uh, Nintendo's original consoles, uh, if I recall. So yeah, but that is steep going from $20 a year to, well, $50, uh, if you, you're going solo or $80, if you're doing the family plan, um, as uh, it doesn't seem, seem like a worthy, uh, proposition. You got the Nintendo 64, which is pretty, you know, good in of itself. Uh, but you only get a limited amount of games and they're only 
uh, from my understanding, trickly, <laughs> trickly, uh, coming out, um, in very like staggered, uh, fashion, which it depends if you're a huge ass Nintendo 64 fan, I guess so. But <sighs> then you got the Sega Genesis mega drive, which is, I guess the weirdest thing about it is that you do, you, you have the Sega Genesis collection already on the switch where you can play a wealthy amount of the games already. I think if not all of them. So I'm curious what, what would be offered, um, differently for this compared to other stuff. That's, um, that's my, uh, curiosity. So I don't know, man, at least as a whole package, it does not seem that enticing. Am I going to get it though? (laughs) Am I specifically going to get it more than likely? I mean, I do like animal crossing. Uh, I've actually kind of somewhat missed out on any N64 in terms of like the essential games. So I think for me personally, this is a perfect, um, you know, spot for me to kind of dabble in the N64 games, even though I technically got one, but, um, of course I forgot. Um, they did also drop pre-orders that are now, (laughs) I think, you know, of course, uh, don't last, uh, too long. Uh, they did have pre-orders for the Nintendo 64 controller, which to my understanding, uh, has actually included rumble in the controller, which is pretty dope. So, uh, sorry, rumble pack fans. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe it still has that compartment for you to kind of play fantasy. I don't know. <laughs> Relive that memory, I guess. Um, what else? Uh, at least for the Sega Genesis. Um, well, you get the Sega Genesis controller, but we already talked about that where, you know, at least depending on where you are for people in the U S it feels like you kind of, uh, you kind of got slighted because you only get the three button, uh, Sega Genesis controller, you know, compared to like Japan, I think Japan specifically, uh, where they get the six button controller. And it's like, maybe we wanted that. Could, could we have, can we get that? Why can't we get that? I mean, that's the clearly the better controller, the superior controller. <laughs> what are we going to do with a, th- we're going to do with a three button controller. Can't, um, you know, can't do the, do the hold, hold, uh, last attack blitz attack. I forgot what it's called in street to rage where you hold the button and they do the attack. You can't, you can't have that. Just you can't do that with a three button pad. It's all bad. Now I'm upset again because uh, just Nintendo just doesn't like the U.S. in some extents, you know, some uh, some avenues and just were not appreciated, not loved. It's okay. <laughs> if you really want it, <laughs> you could go on Amazon, not Amazon, uh, eBay, where they are scalping, <laughs> scalping, <laughs> scalping everything to oblivion. And of course these controllers are included in there. I think getting charged for like three times the price 
because I think uh, off the bat, I think it's like 60. And I think I saw it going on uh, eBay for like 180. <sighs> Scalpers gonna scalp. Scalpers gonna scalp. That's all I'm gonna say. All in all, a, a little mildly disappointing. Um, at least for me personally, there is a lot for me to enjoy, but I think for people that, um, you know, at least we're waiting for 64, um, that's it. And then the proposition doesn't seem to be that enticing, but we'll see. We'll see. Moving on. God of War. Boom, 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 I forgot the rest. I think that's God of War, is it? Yeah, I think that's God of War. Had to um fact check myself real quick. I think that's God of War, I believe. Either way, um if you like God of War and you like, uh, I don't want to get a PS4. Don't didn't want to get a PS4 for God of War. Uh, uh I don't want to get a PS5 for God of War. Well boy. <laughs> that was no pun intended. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. Who? <laughs> oh, boy. That shouldn't have took me out, but it did. Um well boy. Um I got some news for you. Uh God of War has has been announced officially uh coming to PC. January 14th, 2022, uh, $50. You got DLSS, uh, 21 by nine support, huh? You, you people with your, with your extra wide screens that, um, just ridiculously wide, huh? Huh? <laughs> Let me stop. Um, what's cool. I think is interesting as well is that, uh, you do have full support for the DualShock 4 and DualSense controllers. Uh, wide, <laughs> this is interesting, a wide range of other game pads. So clearly, um, uh, it's, I think it's pretty evident. We're going to see, it's going to be so weird having a God of War game with Xbox button prompts. That's going to be weird, man. <sighs> God of War with Xbox button prompts. That's going to be weird. Uh, fully customizable, customizable bindings for mouse and keyboard. I don't know who you are up there. You people that are playing third person, uh, games with a mouse and keyboard. Um, you need to go, uh, not, you know, you just, I'm concerned. I want, I want you to see a therapist cause, uh, I'm concerned. I just hope everything is okay. Um, don't hurt me. Uh, I only, I only speak because I can, uh, I can't fathom. 
Um, yeah, ultra-wide support. So, you know, if you want to see Kratos every angle, you want to see every, uh, little, little, uh, hair, little furry, little furry hairs that be on people. (laughs) 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 I mean, (laughs) oh yeah, I want to see the (laughs) fur. You want to see that? You want to see that peach fuzz arrow (laughs) feet? Oh, <laughs> why is that not so specific? Oh, let me stop. <laughs> you want to see that? You want to see that for <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, uh, now I'm uh, now I got peach fuzz in mine. <laughs> peach fuzz on people you know when the when the light glistens just right you see that peach fuzz <laughs> what <is this? sighs> wow i don't know how we got there <laughs> but we did <sighs> okay had to gain my composure real quick um of course 4k resolution uh unlocked frame rates that's what I like to hear, baby. I want them frame rates unlocked. I want them frame rates unlocked. So, um, PC players eating, man. PC players eating. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, I don't know if you play this on PC, I feel like you don't really want to play it on, get a, get a, um, knowing how close Ragnarok is going to be at least next year releasing. Uh, I think, uh, I think it's definitely going to, (laughs) well, at least get some PC players to try to find a PS five. Like, like I'm acting like they're widely available, which is far from the truth. So, um, yeah, good win for PC players. You love to see it. Um, Hey, if the, if the scenario is right, one day I see God of War looking good on the steam, get a little, uh, see it in a steam sale or something. If you see me double dipping, mind your business. If you see me double dipping, mind your business. Let me stop. You love to see it though. You really do. You really, really do. Keeping the PS5 train going. Chee chee. <laughs> um. Well, there we go. Matter. Oh, don't want to stay in auto tune. Don't want to stay in it. Uh, D brand. Uh, you know the one, probably most popular brand when it comes to skins for literally almost everything, any form of technology, consoles, phones. Um, yeah, you name it. They have, uh, they had the, uh, PS five, uh, brand. I forgot what they call them. PS five dark plates. I think that's the official name for them. 
where essentially they were like, you know, <laughs> answering the call for, you know, a lot of players that, uh, understandably. So was not a, not a fan of the PS five design, which is, a very, uh, inverse ice cream sandwich. Somebody's probably made that reference. I'm I'm sure if you, if you want an ice cream sandwich with the chocolate on the inside, it's PS five. But, uh, yeah, they were selling, uh, the, uh, dark plates. I got one, uh, myself and I think, uh, that <laughs> when they started selling them, they were like, Hey, Sony, sue us. You can't <laughs> sue me, sue me. If you, if you get that reference, um, you could be my friend. I'm just letting you know that right now. If you, if you know where that reference is from, <laughs> If you know where that reference is from, you could be my friend. Um, yeah. So, uh, that was like pretty much around last year, around last year, uh, probably like pretty much on the brink of the PS five and next it's weird to phrase now next gen consoles releasing at that time. Um, at least now <laughs> Sony was like, okay, all right, we'll sue you then. Uh, which, but on the weird grounds of that, they're suing, uh, or at least threatening to sue D brand due to the design of the, the dark plates where they are, they look similar to the PS five, uh, or the PlayStation logos, but not really. They're obviously understandably. So, you know, satire, of, uh, their branding, you know, instead of an X, you got like the, the skull crossbones instead of the, Oh, you got like the, the nuclear icon. You got, um, I forgot what the triangle one was, but either way you get, you get what it looked like. So apparently that's the grounds that PlayStation is threatening to sue them. Uh, but I believe D brand pulled the dark plates, uh, due to that <laughs> because of Sony's threat for legal action. So <laughs> D sue us, sue us. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, all right. Ah, damn. Okay. Fuck. Damn it, man. It's gotta ruin everything. Fuck. Damn. So damn, man. So, but I believe they're supposedly going <laughs> to, I guess rework it and then sell it again. So <laughs> who knows at this point, you think Sony would just make their own plates because you know, clearly fans want that, but I guess maybe they know it will sell probably ridiculously crazy. But I mean, I totally would, would, uh, you know, be down for one or colored ones, get a blue one, <laughs> put a blue one out there. You, it better not be translucent. It better not be translucent. I swear to God, Sony, you, I don't you dare. Don't you dare release a translucent. <laughs> Sorry. Just had a flashback of, you know, consoles of the past that just something about them translucent. Something about that translucent just does something to you, man. I'm just, I'm trying to tell you, uh, let me stop. Let me stop. <sighs> Moving on. Um, 
Splinter Cell. I think we talked about it a while back in terms of the rumors that it could possibly be uh, re coming back or at least to some official capacity, uh, at least according to VGC, it seems like uh, Splinter Cell supposedly has been been officially, well, <laughs> supposedly has been officially greenlit um, according to their sources, which I mean, is Splinter Cell. How long are you going to keep that, keep that gold dormant, you know? Um, so either way, it seems to be greenlit. Um, I guess, no, no, I'm thinking of something else, but yeah, uh, supposedly it's going to be led by a studio outside of, uh, what I believe is like, you know, Ubisoft's traditional studio. So this might be a smaller studio that maybe, you know, (laughs) give it to somebody that's, that's hungry that, that won't it. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Just to kind of maybe, uh, just reiterate maybe whatever I possibly said before, but I think we cannot have Splinter Cell, uh, without Michael Ironside. Um, he definitely needs to come back. Hopefully I know he said he had some uh, health issues, which I think was the reason why he couldn't, uh, do blacklist. But, uh, man, we definitely need, we need some iron side. We need some iron. I need some iron on my side. I'm just saying, um, (laughs) what was his, I can't remember a very notable line. It just has a, just a smooth, like a calm, a calm, um, menacing demeanor about him. Just like, you know, Hey, we're buddy, buddy, but I'll snap your neck. If you, if you, if you try to cross me. <laughs> so I think that's, that's a, that's definitely a must. Um, that standard, uh, you know, splinter cell gameplay, you know, just tactical espionage, um, kind of filling, filling the void that, uh, metal gear solid. Well, for obvious reasons, isn't, isn't currently at least, uh, you know, uh, rumors considered, um, not able to fulfill. So I think if they just stick to their guns, maybe take it back to the roots. Um, I don't know. I, I really did like the mark marking execute system, uh, mechanic from, um, splinter cell. What was it called? Blacklists. What was that one? Splinter cell. He looked like a, like a normal man, but he throwing people. <laughs> it's the, the most ignorant explanation of it. <laughs> he just look like a normal man, but he just throwing people. Um, uh, that's going to kill me now. Splinter cell something. Splinter cell conviction. Yeah. Splinter cell conviction. Okay. So that was the one that, that started the whole mark and execute stuff, which I really liked it. It was pretty, it was pretty dope. Kind of, you know, put a little spin on the gameplay kind of made things a little bit more <sighs> fluid, fluid in like kind of, a just a gameplay overall, which I think overall just made the game way more enjoyable. Um, so I definitely would like to see that come back, but I don't know, just outside of that, stick to the basics. Just, just Michael Ironside, just saying stuff. 
hey, uh, we could do this the hard way, or he could do this the easy way. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> where, where is my daughter? Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, so, um, I'm excited though. I'm excited. Give me, I've been, I've been saying it. I want Splinter Cell. I mean, while we at it, probably brought it up before, but I mean, I would definitely love to see Spies versus Mercs come back as well. Cause I miss it. Just that good old, just, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Just good old, just tactical. Hey, what are you doing there? Uh, they don't say stuff, but you know. You could, that's the thing. You can just use your imagination and, you know, kind of project that, you know, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I think I recall that somebody is making a fan game dedicated specifically on that mode. We're trying to, you know, pick up where Ubisoft dropped, um, you know, the ball, obviously. So, maybe I'm just, just reminiscing on the old days, but I don't know. I think there's just a lot of potential for, um, a splinter cell game. I think there's still life in splinter cell. Um, the potential is there. It's up to Ubisoft to, to hopefully capitalize on it in the best way. Um, where, you know, all parties involved are, uh, benefiting from it. So, Moving on. Xbox Series Sex. Um, storage options have been revealed. So we uh, did get some new uh, storage capacity options. Uh, so we started with the base the base one terabyte, um, card option, but now we're going to get some more. We got, uh, the 512 gigabyte option. And, uh, Hey, if you, uh, if, <laughs> if you balling like that, if you know, you got, <laughs> if you balling like that, and if you got, uh, you got Diddy on speed dial, uh, you got, you got, um, you got Jay-Z trying to, <laughs> You got Jay Z trying to have dinner with you to the tonight. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> why is he gotta be so rugged if he's rich? <laughs> if you balling, then you <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess you, I guess you went through some hardships to get <laughs> to get where you are. If you ain't, if you ain't sipping out of, out of, out of that caviar bar, I don't, I can't fuck with you. If you, I don't know who this person is. Uh, I don't know who this person is, but if you, why is he so rugged with you? If he's rich, uh, I guess that's maybe, uh, that's a misconception. Maybe you can't, I mean, obviously you could be rugged and rich, you know, why you, <laughs> if I can't wipe my ass with hundreds, I don't know who can. 
let me stop. Uh, so yeah, if you, uh, if you got them connections like that, <laughs> uh, you got the two terabyte, uh, storage expansion card option, uh, whopping, uh, $400. Oh, my bad. Uh, excuse me. Uh, three ninety nine. Um, <laughs> damn near what it's, uh, it's a damn, uh, series X. And I guess technically, uh, a 512 gigabyte card. So for the price of that, you can, you can get a, um, <laughs> two terabyte, uh, card. Um, so, but it's good to see finally, even though it's proprietary, which is kind of a little yucky, um, you know, uh, some more expansion. Cause I mean, it's been a full year since the series X has been out. So that storage is getting a little, little bare storage getting a little, <laughs> it's getting a little tight. It's getting a little, a little too, uh, a little too cozy. So, um, Hey, they expensive as hell, but at least, you know, the higher options, but they are there. <sighs> the price of cutting age technology, man. Uh, yeah, I can't wait till we see actually, you know, offer to offerings of, you know, other, other, um, you know, providers, storage providers actually trying to get in on this to hopefully at least eventually, uh, knock these prices down. So, Hey, at least, <laughs> I mean, but you could also, you know, if you got a PS five, you get, <laughs> Uh, what was it? I think it was like a four thousand dollar. It was it was either a four thousand or a thousand dollar uh card. I think it was like four terabytes. A four terabyte NVMe SSD. That's like yeah, a thousand <laughs> cool G. Hey, if you 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 about to be uh you about to do some elbow tennis with a Jay Z, you hey you that ain't a problem. <laughs> Well, it's happening. So, um, and, uh, just some interesting, uh, well, I guess mistakes, if anything, um, is Atlas who is known for one, uh, at least my newly, uh, recently new favorite, uh, series, uh, which is persona, um, uh, basically had a contest uh, that was upcoming that they, uh, popped on Twitter earlier this week that, uh, you could win, you know, Shimagame Tensei five, uh, fall of man, <laughs> Shimagame Tensei five fall of man. Why am I, I had to sound like I'm curious about it. Uh, premium edition, uh, persona five strikers, 13 Sentinels, Aegis rim, Catherine full body. Uh, Shimigame Tensei three Nocturne HD remaster game codes and Atlas merch bag. But when they had, uh, I think it was the, either their site or I think it was their site, their site, they did have persona five Royale, uh, listed for, uh, Nintendo switch and PC, which are two, uh, platforms that the game has yet to be released out, uh, released on yet. Uh, so everybody started freaking out. Oh my God. What? P 
Persona 5 finally. I was like, God damn. <laughs> got, <laughs> got Joker in the goddamn Smash, and he don't even got a damn game on the Switch. Well, I guess technically, technically Persona 5 Strikers, but you know what I mean. So, at least finally, uh, you know, we got our answers to prayer, but no, we did not. <laughs> Atlas, they dropped a treat. <laughs> a treat and a tweet <laughs> uh, um uh comment on the uh the the quote unquote uh typo um <laughs> what did he say i was like uh if you saw that uh listing um on our uh prize page no you didn't <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> oh, all right so we got the screenshots but at least they did chuck everything up as a typo, but I mean, it was that, was that just fate? Was that just fate telling Atlas? Hey, maybe we do want persona five Royale on other platforms than the PlayStation five, which has this weird defaulted exclusivity. It feels like where it's like, it seems like one of those games is just exclusive because uh, I mean, no, no discredit to Atlas that, Maybe they're just too lazy to to port it. I don't I don't know. That's strong. I know. I mean, Persona 5 does is on PS3 technically. So, I mean, uh, the, the possibility is there. It's just I think it's a matter of when then then uh, if so, we'll see. <laughs> that was a pretty fun, pretty fun ass typo, though, either way. <laughs> like, oh, shit, that's a pretty dope prize. It went. <laughs> When Persona 5 Royale on a uh, Switch and a uh, PC, <laughs> what if it feels like maybe like two copies in the world? That would <laughs> eBay that boy. He uh, you sell that thing on eBay. You uh, well, you ain't gonna have no problems. I'll say that, but uh, <laughs> that'd be so mean. <laughs> <laughs> you could get Persona 5 Royale on a uh, Switch or PC. <sighs> we only got one though, and uh, you gotta win it in a contest. So, uh, and after that, that's that's it. Where that's it. <laughs> one person that that begins to play Persona 5 Royale on Switch and PC. <sighs> the sodium, the sodium levels would be insane. That's all I'm saying. Sodium levels at an all time high, you know, just maximum sodium, maximum sodium. But I digress. Uh, with that being said, that concludes all the news for this week. Let's get into what I've been playing, which has been, uh, you know what? I was feeling very nostalgic. I was feeling really nostalgic. So I was like, you know what? I was kind of missing it. I've been, I've been fiending a little bit for it. Let me go ahead and play some more, uh, metal, metal gear online two, not three, eh, metal gear online two. So I hopped back on, uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been inactive for so long. They deactivated my account, had to reactivate it. And then I'll uh, actually get access to start playing some, some of that classic, well, comforting, I say as well, MGO2. And it feels so good. It feels so good. Um, 
if you don't know the modern community way back in 2017, they had some, they, uh, figured out a way to essentially, um, install, reinstall metal gear online, which was removed via patch, uh, a while back after, um, MGO two was officially discontinued, re brought it back and, you know, got the servers, made some fan servers and basically got it running. If you, uh, downloaded a specific version, uh, backup, uh, for your PS three, it's a, it's a very involved process. Only the true fans, uh, that really want to play it again, you know, got to go through some hoops to try to get it. But once you do, it's just, it's like, it's like you never left, you know, it's just, everything feels good. You know, feels just like you, when you played it, uh, before, uh, they have been like adding some new content, which is pretty dope. Uh, like, you know, new music and stuff in terms of, like the menus and, um, actually a couple new maps that was pretty dope. Like that are taken from, I'm pretty sure the campaign that they kind of maybe slightly adjusted and, um, configured to, to, for multiplayer, if I'd, uh, you know, assume so, but bad, man, it feels so good to play. It's like you, it's like you never left. It's like that glove that never gets, you know, never, that never not fits. You know what I mean? It just, it's comforting, man. You know, just give me some MGO two Resident Evil outbreak, uh, one and two. I'm home. You know, that's, that's where home is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just had a, had a really good time revisiting, reminiscing, uh, the fun times that were and still are metal gear online too. <sighs> Moving on. Um, also got back into some of that lost judgment. Um, just trying to, trying to find that judgment. I'm trying to find it. I just can't, I can't find it anywhere. Fuck. Um, no, but, uh, pretty much just been straight up playing, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the, I think what they're called are the school sub stories. I think I talked about it before, but playing more of that and, uh, really enjoying it. Like, I'm starting to do much more of the, 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 the stuff they have been showing, like in the trailers and stuff. So, uh, got the freaking box. They have a whole damn boxing, um, uh, mini game, which is pretty in depth, which also, uh, leads me to, uh, suspecting that maybe just maybe if I work hard enough, I might unlock it as a, as a, as a, the last final style. That's kind of been a tradition for a lot of the at least recent Yakuza games for the most part, with, you know, a couple exceptions, but, um, I'm curious, you know, after you, I would assume this is totally me theorizing. I don't know for sure that maybe if you, cause I believe all the school stories all supposedly tie up together or something like that, that maybe if after you complete everything, in the school sub story storyline that probably then you unlock the, uh, boxing style, which would be freaking dope. If that's true. Um, excuse me. That will definitely, uh, really make me enjoy the game even more than I do now. I'm curious how 
it might make uh style switching it a little slightly more cumbersome. I would like, um, the flexibility to like use the D pad, like you could in uh Yakuza Kiwami and zero where you can directly go to what, whichever style from whichever other style. But at least with this, you're kind of confined to whatever a set amount of a set, uh, order of your style. So you can only go from tiger to crane from crane to, I forgot the was tiger crane swan. I think I'm probably, probably butchering it, but I think swan, um, you know, switching from those specifically, which, you know, I feel kind of, um, cripples the creativity in terms of, you know, uh, combat, if you want to, you know, find and discover new combos and stuff like that. But who knows, there might be a, I don't know, item or after you fully beat, uh, some particular sub story, you may just unlock it or something like that. Either way. I don't know. I'm definitely, I'm definitely curious and I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, there's, a this whole, <laughs> this whole, uh, skating storyline that I'm starting to get into that. Like, you know, it's this set of skaters that have been tagging up place and you got to find out who's been doing it. And then, you know, to cover that, uh, what else? Oh, there's this is pretty dope. It's a freaking, they have a, a whole esports um, like a club within the high school where they're playing freaking virtual fighter five competitively. And you know, that's pretty much your kind of a uh, goal in the game where you're playing virtual fighter five and, uh, you know, <laughs> which is like, Oh, virtual fighter five. Okay. Easy. You know? Um, so I thought that's pretty cool. Kind of actually incorporating one of the mini games. That's been a long kind of running thing. Uh, <laughs> in some instances, a meme for some people is like, Oh man. Hey, uh, Oh, this is, um, Oh, this is virtual fighter five with Yakuza five, you know, that you could, <laughs> I could play virtual fighter five, uh, with, with the added bonus of Yakuza. Like, uh, what? Oh, come on, man. So, um, yeah, <sighs> overall I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's still, it's hitting, it's hitting, it's, it's hitting, it is <laughs> hitting. I'm going to just say that. So also, uh, of course, uh, been playing a good amount of, uh, back for blood, um, beat, beat the story, uh, or campaign, um, over, well, not over the weekend as well, but it, <laughs> it was a, it, it's a very hard point. So. Let me take my sip before this because um we got a lot to discuss about Back for Blood. So at least initially I played it uh I think right when it came out a little bit. Wasn't really feeling it. Um, but then I was like, you know what, I'm definitely gonna give it another shot. Um, I think this was after they dropped a patch that supposedly fixed a lot of issues that I don't know, I think maybe subconsciously it was just turning me off in some way. Um, so yeah, I did give it another shot. I was enjoying it much more. Um, and, uh, yeah, overall, um, 
It does a lot of things better than Left 4 Dead for sure. Um, but at the same time, it's just some things you do miss from Left 4 Dead uh, that I wish was there. Um, probably one one thing that like I think was was annoying for me personally is uh you know if you play Left 4 Dead you know you got the hunter hunter spitter uh smoker tank probably some other ones that at least I don't recall off the top of my head I mean depending on one or two or whatever which I think I've probably <laughs> picked a bit from each but either way you feel like you know, those special monsters or I think they're called specials or whatever. I don't know. At least that's what I refer to them as the specials in that game. You know, they were very distinct, recognizable, and you knew right away, which is which I feel like with back for blood, um, the specials in this game are overwhelming. I feel like is the right word where it's like, So there's like, uh, I guess technically one of each tech technically like form or special, but then on top of that, they have like three variants of, of them. So, and then those three variants have specific names. So you have, you, at least personally, I run into the issue where it's like, uh, I, I'm not sure what that is. Um, uh, bloater, I think (laughs) So I I ran into a lot of that personally, where it's hard to recognize what they are, which I guess maybe if you study hard enough, which I feel like, I don't know, I think that's, I feel like that's kind of an uh, indication of the game indication of the game. Um, I don't know, not making the characters stand out enough in their own unique ways to, I guess, in turn, make them more memorable as well as like recognizable, I think in turn, you know, um, which I don't know. I feel like they, they all should have a base name and then maybe a variant of that name. Like, I don't know, uh, bloating, bloating, bloating blurber (laughs) or something like that. I don't know. I clearly, um, I'm not a, not a, not a great name creator. Is there a person that does that? I guess it would it be the writer. I don't know. That's there's questions that need answers. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's like a minor gripe. It, it just is annoying. It gets annoying at times. Like, especially if you on comms and you want to point out somebody, but then it, you're, you're spending a lot of time trying to recognize who it is and what it's called. And by the time you do that or figure it out, it's like, you know, damage has already been done. So, it's, uh, it is what it is. I just personally, I think there could have been some more work done to kind of make either one, make them more recognizable or two. Just, I don't know something. I don't know. It's just something about that. I guess personally just didn't click with me. Um, I guess another aspect that, uh, I did like, I know initially when I was talking about the beta for this game, I didn't like the card system, but now after playing through the whole campaign and the progression of the cards, the card system is definitely like a really very like, um, 
one of the best components of this game. And I think also makes it more, uh, keeps you playing as well. Um, cause it does give you a sense of progression where pretty much depending on the cards you get in the combination of the cards can make you really, uh, you know, really a strong ass opponent and also make you stronger in your strengths. Uh, you know, how you choose, whether it be like melee, um, support, or I think technically it's guns. I think there's like a couple those three categories loosely where, you know, there's uh, different things like that, but you can get really creative with the cards and, you know, uh, some cards have a detriment. So you could technically, at least from what I saw with some of the cards, you can like pair them up with other cards to kind of negate the negative side effects that some of the cards have. And then in turn, like I could definitely see yourself making the cards, making you really powerful and probably more than likely making you, I don't know, more, more, uh, yeah, just powerful overall that, uh, you know, at least initially starting out, I feel like the hardest, the hardest mode or the easiest mode felt hard as hell to me personally. I don't know. It just seemed like it, it overall was really difficult. Um, I, I think which could be like circumvented if you had uh, a really beefy card deck in combination that could really, you know, kind of, I guess, steamroll like the difficulty and like, I don't know, give you plus a hundred, 200 health or like every shot that you uh, make, you get like plus 20 speed or something. I'm just, just, you know, um, at least <laughs> fantasizing essentially in terms of what could be, um, you know, I guess the make or break kind of factor of the game. And I think ultimately could make you more just, yeah, just powerful overall. And I, I think it's <laughs> more for sure essential for like the super ridiculously like harder modes, like fucking nightmare, which I'm still having a hard time fathoming how you can play anything more difficult than <laughs> the easy mode. But apparently, uh, I'm pretty certain it's gotta be the, uh, it's gotta be the, um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, um, uh, the cards, the card system, um, which, uh, you know, I think is going to just keep you playing overall. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it was just very weirdly difficult for easy, um, which I think, uh, hopefully they patch. And then apparently they did patch the issue where it's like you would get freaking six, <laughs> six, seven specials at once or something like that, which, uh, felt very excessive for sure, which, uh, didn't seem like that, that should be happening, but, uh, supposedly it's patched, but I'd still, at least in my experience of playing, at least in a solo queue, as well as, uh, with friends and stuff, it seemed to still, still be, uh, <laughs> rampant if anything. So I don't know, but, uh, overall after everything said and done, I did, I, I did enjoy back for blood. I think it definitely hits a lot of the beats and is, uh, the next logical, I guess, you know, evolution of, uh, left for dead. Um, and it does expand everything in, um, I think the ideal, you know, way, I guess, obviously considering that 
previous people that worked on, you know, Left 4 Dead are making this game now. So all in all, um, I mean, hey, it's on Game Pass. So, I mean, if you have that, I think it's a done deal. Um, you should definitely get it. I don't know if you <laughs> I, I keep going back and forth in terms of like if you don't if you don't have a good group that you play with, it may be it may be a hard sell. Uh, I, I don't think this is a good game to play if you just intend to play like solo queue uh, consistently. Um, which I felt you could do with left for dead, but I feel like with this one, especially the last act, which is just, it's, it's a make or break. Um, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, if you have a good group or, you know, uh, people you, uh, you know, consistently play with, I think it's definitely worth it and a pretty good time overall personally. So yeah, all in all back for blood (laughs) the blood the blood is back the blood is the blood the blood for your back back for blood (laughs) i don't know why i did that that uh you know what it's fine it's fine (sighs) with all that said and done um i think that pretty much concludes uh everything i did this week um yeah, I didn't actually watch much, uh, anything notable at least. Um, you know, all the shows is gone. No movies that I'm at least interested in watching. Um, but, uh, yeah, with all that said, think that will conclude episode 126 of Switches Sites. Um, if you did enjoy this podcast, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting slash video platforms. You can also catch me uh, record this live on Twitch TV slash a switch on Thursday evenings. Uh, You can also catch uh, this podcast in video form on youtube.com slash a switch. You can also check some uh, archive videos I've not uploaded yet that I'm actually getting around to uploading as well. But uh, until next time, y'all, I got some Resident Evil 4 VR to play. Get your game on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.